I'm a dog, dog. Look, when game when the game on the line come to ten, baby, feed booby. Hey, look, that's what they said on on Friday night lights. Feed booby, man. Um, Eb. Um, nobody said church mode. Coach Reed ain't say church mode. Eb ain't say, say church mode. Patrick Mahomes ain't say ch- church mode. So I'm gonna get a touchdown. Why not? And plus, I had like a crazy touchdown celebration plan, but Pat he like stopped it. So. That's Tyreek Hill after the Kansas City Chiefs stylish win over the Buffalo Bills last night. Styling and exciting and way too many yards and touchdowns to keep track of in the last two minutes of a football game. But we're going to break down as much of it as we can here on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline. Adam Teicher, ESPN Kansas City Chiefs reporter with us on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Adam, good to talk to you again here in Albuquerque. So... How would you translate what we heard from Tyreek Hill post game there? Basically, just get me the ball, right? Yeah, basically, uh, give me the ball and I'll make something happen for you, which he did last night for sure. A couple big plays for the Chiefs. Uh, so yeah, that's how I would. Excuse me, that's how I would read that one. As somebody that's around the team as often as you are, does it even still surprise you from time to time when these guys show that speed in an actual game situation like we saw a couple of times last night? Missed tackles and slipping past guys and then just being the fastest guys on the field. Does it even still catch you by surprise uh, from time to time, Adam? I don't know if I'd say surprise, but what I would say is that it, it just... It, it just it's just awesome to see. I guess is is the uh, is the uh, way I would put it. I mean, you see it too many times. It never gets old. I guess is what I'm trying to say. That uh, you know, he uh, he turns it on, and he he's just everybody knows him for his speed, and he certainly is fast. But his quickness, uh, um, you know, getting around guys and and, and making a miss is just uh, it, it never really gets old. It's always fun to watch. Well, and so there's that age-old adage of not cheering in the press box. And trying to imagine you guys last night, either it was really, really hard and you had to strap yourself down to a chair, or maybe there was an exception for last night. I mean, as you guys are watching all these yards and, what, 25 points scored after the two-minute warning plus the game winner in overtime. I mean, just you know, take us through how, how you guys were experiencing this game, this epic game we were all watching. Yeah, well, we all have to turn in stories at the at the gun, you know, when the game is over, and so you have to have a you know a story ready for any situation, and uh, um, you kept know, going. So I had two stories working, you know, I won the one where the Chiefs win and one where the Chiefs lose, and uh, I kept going back and forth between the two, thinking I, I okay, I might not need the other one now, and and then the uh, Chiefs would score, and they say, okay, let me go back to the Chiefs win story, and then the Bills would score, and I'm going, okay, this time it's over. And then the Chiefs put it in overtime, and I said, well, I better get both of these ready, and uh, sure enough, um, I, I had to send the one where the Chiefs won the game. Well, so just for curiosity's sake, then, let's look at the other one, because you know we were all kind of on the same page with 13 seconds to go. Bills yeah. are going to kick it off, and you know certainly Patrick Mahomes can do anything on the, you know, anything on the planet with with 13 seconds that he possibly wants, but what were some of the things you were highlighting at, at that point as, you know, as, as things were looking a little bit grim there to use Andy Reed's word uh, for Kansas city? Yeah, well, um, 
basically that the Chiefs, um, you know, we're going to have a lot of things to look back on as plays that cost them the game. You know, that, uh, hey, you know, Tyreek Hill scores with a minute, two seconds left in the game. Hold on, you know, stop the Bills from scoring. It's not like they just needed to get to midfield and kick a field goal. They needed a touchdown, and they went down the field in less than a minute for that touchdown, you know. So, uh, you know, that, that, that among other things, the missed uh, field goal the Chiefs had right before halftime, the missed point after touchdown the Chiefs had. You know, all those things turned out to be costly plays. Uh, you know, the Chiefs had a, a Tyreek Hill had a long punt return in the second half in, in the uh, fourth quarter, and, and the Chiefs, all, all they could get out of it was that field goal. So, uh, um, you know, it would have been nice to score a touchdown, go back to a two-possession two lead. So, you know, there were a lot of things you could look at that, that the Chiefs uh, didn't get quite right in that game, and uh, had they done any of them right, they might have won, but... Uh, you know they're 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 not used to dissecting a close loss in the playoffs. Uh, you know their only loss in the playoffs the last uh, now three seasons is uh, the Super Bowl last year, and that was a pretty one sided game. There there was wasn't one or two plays that were going to save them on that night. Um, so um, yeah, that's kind of what I'd written, but uh, maybe I'll I'll pull it out again when the Chiefs play the Bengals next week. But uh, didn't need it this week for sure. Adam Teicher with us on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team, uh, Kansas City Chiefs reporter for ESPN. One of the things that I found so interesting going into the game, Adam, was how much attention last week was being given to Josh Allen in a game against, you know, in a game against Kansas City with a quarterback who does things that we've never seen anybody do with a football before, and, and it was on display again last night with how many sidearm throws that that Patrick Mahomes threw. I mean, there were a couple throws that Mahomes made where it looked like he was skipping rocks on a lake. It was going to bounce off the field and come back into somebody's hands. Was that motivation at all for, for him or for Kansas City going in, how much attention was being given to Buffalo? Yeah, I mean, maybe some, but, um, you know, once when the game kicks off, um, I think all that kind of goes away, so uh, not much. But, hey, you know, Josh Allen earned it. I mean, he threw five touchdowns uh, the week before against New England, and, hey, he had a great game last night, too. I mean, both those guys really did. So uh, um, it's uh, anybody looking for fault and placing any on either of the quarterbacks last night is going in completely the wrong place, for sure. Couple of things from the post game that I want to get your thoughts on. Uh, we heard from Travis Kelsey afterwards that on the on the catch that he made in overtime to win the game for Kansas City, basically describing that he was just going to go out there and beat Travis Kelsey and and run his own route. And the two of them have so much chemistry that that they just knew that they were going to find each other in the end zone. I'm I'm, I'm curious what you made of that whole situation. Yeah, um, that that was actually the pass um, in over uh, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Set yes. up the winning field goal. Um, yeah, basically, that shows you the experience and the wisdom these guys have. You know, they've seen, uh, you know, they, they, they saw from the way that the Bills were lining up um, that they were going to leave the middle of the field open, and which was kind of crazy because the Chiefs had two timeouts left, so you don't need to meet, you know, you you shouldn't be doing that if you're the Bills. But anyway, they saw the Bills were going to do that, so... Um, um, Kelsey said uh, after the previous play, he came to Mahomes and said, "Listen, if they if they line up that way again, I'm just going to take off down the middle, basically." And uh, when they lined up and got to the line of scrimmage, Mahomes just started screaming, "Do it, do it, do it!" And I, I don't know if the Bills kind of knew what he was talking about there. He was talking to Kelsey, "Go ahead and do it. You know, I'll, I'll get you the ball." 
So that was completely off script. Um, that was not the play that was called, but um, Chiefs made it work, and that's uh, kind of what you get with, with continuity and guys who've been playing together for as long as these two have been playing together. And then you certainly need that continuity in a case like this because if, if two people aren't that familiar with each other, there might be some interesting reactions going uh, where we hear or where we hear uh, Andy Reid tell Patrick Mahomes, be a grim reaper. When things are grim, be the grim reaper. Uh, another interesting one, Adam. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he kind of was last night, you know. He kind of put the stake in the Bills' heart. I mean, it was uh, it was just incredible to watch the way those teams are going after each other. And I know everybody's talking about the last you know few minutes of the fourth quarter and over time. And I was getting a lot of texts at the end of the game from people who watched the game talking about how the game finished. I said, yeah, that was a great finish, but the whole game was that way. I mean, the whole game was just, you felt like any play was going to decide this year's Super Bowl champion because you felt like the winner had that capability of going on to win a Super Bowl. So and this may be the toughest game the Chiefs have in the playoffs, or if the Bills had won, it might have been the toughest game they'd had in the playoffs. So uh, it was just a, it was just fun to watch. I mean, it really you don't see too many games like that for sure. We're talking to Adam Teicher on ESPN Radio 1017. The team covers the Chiefs for ESPN. He is their reporter for ESPN. I I I would be remiss if I didn't ask Adam just because we heard so much about it afterwards. If because of the magnitude of this game, the way it's being talked about, I mean, certainly like you said, the, you know, the way it went for. You know, for for forty something, you know, for sixty minutes and into overtime, and just everything about it, where this feels like the Super Bowl and everything else. If you do think that any rule adjustments will come from this game, no, I don't. I mean, um, you know, these things come up seemingly every year, or almost every year, and the team that gets, uh, you know, doesn't get the ball and loses the game, um, you know, complains about it. That happened to the Chiefs. Three years ago in the AFC Championship game, they uh, went into overtime against New England and lost the coin toss. New England went down the field and scored a touchdown and won the game. And that's that's just the rules, you know. I mean, uh, you've got a chance to stop them. You know, there, there's, there's things in there where if you stop them, you'll get the ball back. Even if they kick a field goal, you'll get the ball back with a chance to match them or, or win the game. So, uh um, yeah, I don't think anything's going to get done with this. I, I think uh, the, the league is content to kind of keep the rule as it is for a little while, at least. Yeah, and that was a Patrick Mahomes' only other overtime game until last night in the playoffs, and of course Kansas City yeah. coming out on the right side of that. So, like you said, they'll play Cincinnati. They'll host Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game on Sunday. Just your your first thoughts on that matchup with the Bengals. Yeah, they, these teams played kind of a crazy game um, late in the season. It was, um, I think, the... Um, Sunday before Christmas, I think it was, the Chiefs and the Bengals played in Cincinnati and had a great game. Bengals won on a walk-off field goal. Um, Jamar Chase had almost 300 yards receiving for the Bengals. I mean, the Chiefs just could not cover him. I think he scored three touchdowns that day. So uh, um, Chiefs have some work to do there. But um, Chiefs also made some plays that kind of uh, cost them some things. I, I think on a down-to-down basis, they were probably the better team than the Bengals that day. But uh, Cincinnati made the plays when it mattered. So uh, you, they won the game, and you have to tip your hat to them. But I, I think the Chiefs are the better team, and I, I like them to go to a third straight Super Bowl by winning on Sunday. Right, that was the game that allowed Cincinnati to lock up the AFC North, and so you talk about the day that Jamar Chase had had in that game. We see uh, 200 plus yards and four touchdowns for Gabriel Davis last night, so now knowing that Jamar Chase is is looking around the corner here, how, how much concern is there within this Kansas City secondary? 
Well, the plenty. Uh, you know, their best player, Tyron uh, uh, Matthew, got knocked out on the one of the first plays of the game with a concussion. So uh, no way of knowing yet whether he can uh, make it back into uh, the lineup in time to play. Um, right. I don't know what the chief stance would be if he, say, didn't clear COVID, uh, uh, the, the concussion protocol uh, before the practice weekends on Friday, would they play in any way? I, I don't know. So uh, um, it's just going to be interesting to see how the Chiefs handle this one because he's a key guy back there, does a lot of things for the Chiefs. They use him in a lot of different ways. And uh, you know, the, the task of stopping Joe Burrow and um, Jamar Chase and the rest of the Bengals is definitely more difficult for the Chiefs without Tyron Matthews. Well, it's another AFC Championship game in Kansas City. Certainly all looking forward to it. Adam, always good talking to you. Thanks so much for making the time for us. Hey, anytime. Adam Teicher, uh, Kansas City Chiefs reporter for ESPN. There is so much from this game and from the whole divisional round that we're going to get to over the course of the show. And we'll get into that much more when we come back. Scott Galetti here as well, the guy everybody's waiting for. ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team.